You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions Aid, the Google Ads agency. We're here with Austin Harrison, uh, co-founder of Northbeam, one of our favorite third-party tracking platforms. I try not to play favorites here. I try to be like Switzerland on perpetual traffic. You're here. We've had other third-party tracking platforms on the show as well. But the question, at what point do I need a deeper level of tracking? When I think about businesses in general, we run the span. Like We have a very much a startup, local, regional type of customer that we have an entire division for. They do not need what we're talking about here today because they're not at that level. Would it help? Yes, it would help, but it might be cost prohibitive. So maybe if we can explain in your mind, at what level do you see it? Because obviously Northbeam deals with some massive customers like enterprise level, but you also have an understanding of probably that mid-market, maybe less so on the smaller market. This isn't really the tool necessarily for them. If you've got a pizza parlor down the corner, you probably don't need Northbeam to track your customers, is my guess. At what level of revenue or aggressiveness from a business owner perspective should you start to consider a third-party tracking platform? Because it starts to get muddy at a certain point, especially when you have all types of media channels. You've got email, you've got Amazon, you've got Google, you've got Facebook, obviously, you've got all the meta platforms. So talk to me about how you view it as a worldview when a business probably needs something like a North Beam. I think it's a really important topic because the last thing we want is we don't want folks paying for North Beam or any other software tool that does attribution and what we do now, forecasting and modeling. So outside of just pure attribution is, is where North Beam is focused. So forecasting revenue for the month and the future. You could argue conceptually that sounds good for any business, but we feel that it's not really the size of the business in terms of revenue, but it's their focus on scaling or investment in scaling. So are you going to invest in five, 10 channels, Amazon, YouTube, Meta, Talk, Pinterest, TV? Like how aggressively are you going to scale? Because if you're just going to move along slowly, we would discourage you from using North Beam or another tool, right? If your efficiency is really high and you've got your system dialed in and you're, you feel like you're in a good place, we would also discourage you from paying for North Beam or anything else, right? It's really when... It's not even the revenue size, it's the when you're really going to press on the gas and, and invest in scaling, right? And if you're a business that wants to keep it simple, which we think is great, there's nothing wrong with that, then it's nice to have North Beam but, or any other software tool, but we think people can survive without it. You get to a level where you all of a sudden, you're no longer dependent on just one channel. So it seems like as soon as that happens, from my perspective, everyone gets brand name search and some level of branded SEO. So there's going to always be that on that side of the equation. But let's say if you're running meta ads and that's it, and you don't have any sort of marketing mix whatsoever, but maybe you've scaled up, you've gotten to a point, I have a call with a potential customer in a couple of hours, like they're spending anywhere between 300,000 and a million dollars a month. And it's all on meta, really, basically. Maybe a little bit of Google branded search. 
And things are getting a little cloudy here because they collect emails. We talked about right at the beginning of the show, they want to be able to attribute like, where is that email sale coming from? And at about a couple hundred thousand, they want to double that. It's a $30 million business. They want to go from 30 to $60 million. Like they're a candidate for a third party attribution tool, but are they coming to the party a little bit late in your opinion, or should they have done that a little bit earlier? Cause it's not always an accurate picture just on one platform, obviously. Yeah. The advantage of a third party tool, whether it's North Beam or, or something that is in our sphere would be a longer attribution window. Meta's attribution window is seven day. We've got a seven day window. If you're spending that much money and you want to see your return after 30 or 60 days, that's something that is important, right? Especially at that spend level, right? Because if you have a high AOV, right? So if you're selling something that's eight, 10 bucks, 12 bucks, maybe you're capturing a lot of that value within that seven days of spend, right? But if the AOV is higher and the consideration cycle is longer, or there's a lot of repeat purchasing, then it's good to implement something third party. But again, there's always ways to hack it yourself, I believe, that may or may not be sufficient, depending on how you do it, if you're on one channel, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think it's too late to get tracking in order. And I think it can help you figure out which campaigns are the ones to scale or which ads faster when you're really investing in growth. So we have a customer, just to give you context, over Labor Day weekend, they spent $120,000 on Meta in that day. And they actually wanted to spend and they were using Northbeam to calibrate throughout the day and adjusting spend per campaign per ad based on our data flowing through. And so that's on a daily basis, right? They're spending a lot. Um, they wanted to actually spend more and so another can of worms. But I think that's where Northbeam gives you signal when you're really investing on big, so like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, big sale periods, you're getting very fast signal through Northbeam. So it's attribution window. It's your customer life cycle from first touch to final purchase is a factor here as well. So if it's beyond that seven days, just say in the seven day, the meta advertiser, we have a fair amount of customers that do offline conversions and use the 90 day window for offline, which is super, super helpful. But in most is if you're a $10, $20, $30 product and people are typically going to convert, it's not a higher consideration purchase. Seven days can pretty much cover it for you. You don't necessarily need it. All things being equal is what I'm hearing. I think so. If you have a higher repurchase rate, that could be different, right? I looked inside of Northbeam for one of our customers and I looked 18 months later at the their meta ROAS on one particular ad set. And it was like more than two X what it was. I think it went from a two to a 4.3 or something like that over an 18 month span. So if you're planning and doing business planning, you're trying to figure out, okay, if I invest in growth now, what's that going to look like in four months and six months and eight months, if you're doing overall business planning, even if your AOV is small, like we're talking about, if there's a repeat purchase rate or you're upselling or whatever the case may be, then you may want to have a longer window too. So there's exceptions to that kind of low AOV rule. Right? Yeah. We talked to owners about this. It's like investing in that front end 
maybe not quite yet conversion layer. We call that sort of the awareness or consideration phase. Not forget, like if you're investing in a million dollars a month in YouTube ads, but your life cycle, it's a six to nine month cycle. That's a lot of advertising that you have to front or get from venture capital or bootstrap on your own in order to make that business really work. So current finances present day has a lot to do with it. Is this the type of conversations that you oftentimes have with North Beam customers? Like they're asking you like, what should I do here? And the answer is always, yeah, it depends in a lot of different scenarios, but how do you advise people on that to be able to be comfortable with investing today, even if they don't see the return outside of the seven day window, for example, for maybe the smaller businesses, but if it's 30, 60, 90 days, like how do you talk to them about that? Cause you're yeah. really taking that risk. You didn't really know if that email that you collect today is the one that's actually going to create the sale 30, 60, 90 days down the road. Yeah. I'm a big fan of a lot of experimentation, trying a lot of different things. One great thing about Northbeam I've over the last four and a half years is just seeing brands go from 5 million to 50 million or, or 15 million to 180 million in revenue. We've watched a lot of brands go through that journey of, of scale and their scale process. And the common theme is lots of experimentation with different channels, right? Meaning trying influencer, trying YouTube, trying TikTok, trying new creative, trying new, really experimenting on a micro scale with a lot of different things and then looking for a signal to see, okay, what's working, what is it. And sometimes it's all of those things together is what finally turns the, where they turn the corner. So like you could just do YouTube and you're doing okay. There's a small blip, but then YouTube influencer. And now your YouTube paid is lifted by YouTube influencer and vice versa. Now the two together are driving me, right? Versus one or the other on their own, right? Weren't cutting it. So you're looking for that media mix. It's not, everyone's looking for that one thing. It's like, oh, if I just do this one thing, my business is gonna take off. Right. That's rarely the case. Are there exceptions? Sure. But from what I've seen, of course there's exceptions with products that go viral. But like when you think about the long-term sustainable Friends, they develop a mix and a playbook that lifts overall MER or ROAS, mm -hmm. right? And they're all working like a symphony is the idea. It's almost like building your orchestra, right? What is my orchestra for my brand and my industry? And so figuring that out is key. And of course, if you're smaller, you, know, you want to investigate what the successful brands are. What is the orchestra? What's, do I need a violin? Do I need a cello? Do I need a flute in my particular industry. And then you start to experiment within those, but it's tricky, right? Cause it'd be nice if it was just one thing. Okay. I'm just going to launch on this one channel and now I'm all set. I'm just going to spin. Can it happen? Yes. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking for the long term, you need to develop a media mix that, that is going to work for you. It's a great analogy. Um, I have a visualization here of the, the conductor in the orchestra and then they have one violin like that's your first facebook campaign and then you get more scale yeah. you get you add more budget now you have two violins now you do some lateral scaling you add some more audiences get some different messaging now you've got three or four violins but now you've got 
is when there's three or four violins together and nothing else. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan, a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.